0: All right, good morning, everybody, back for another top 10 trending articles in the crypto news space. Hope you got a big old cup of coffee, because we got a lot of fun to get into today. Though, first things first, thanks to all those who have subscribed. I really do appreciate it. And as always, down in the description, you can find a link that'll take you to all the articles discussed, so you can do some research for yourself. Alrighty, so let's hop into things. First up, China's blockchain initiative, the blockchain service network, hereafter referred to as the BSN Group, has revealed its plans to integrate with six, that's right, not one, not three, six blockchains. Ethereum, Chainlink, EOS, Tezos, Neo, Nervos, and Irisnet they'll be part of the redesigned BSN international portal this portal will be deployed on August 10th of this year so just over three weeks away yeah just over three weeks away getting close to a month but that's still in uh, a <laughs> cryptocurrency time pretty darn good so the BSN is an infrastructure that provides APIs to websites. In addition, the BSN allows websites to offer BSN capabilities and functions. The goal of the project is to build an ecosystem of decentralized apps or dApps on public blockchains. Uh, They'll also provide developers with tools, interoperability, and maintenance. The project's ultimate and final goal is to build an internet of permissioned and permissionless blockchains which eventually drives millions of dApps. So, um, again, i don't like china as a country but the way they're treating blockchain and their way they're developing themselves to embrace it uh, they're going to be huge because of it like the fact that we as americans aren't in this same boat right now is insane to me so yeah so the mentioned public blockchains are the first step and only a first step of the integration that's to be expected BSN also announced it will add three to five new blockchains to its ecosystem at least once a month, whereby the BSN will focus on public blockchains and offer three main services, permissionless, permissioned, and interchange services. Uh, To start with, the BSN will start with the integration of the EOS Diffuse API, and this will enable developers to create decentralized applications based on the network using EOS. Pretty, pretty, pretty insane... Uh, For those of you who don't know, we've been talking about this BSN for a while. Um, They'd already uh, integrated Chainlink Oracle services into their thing, like they've, they've already got that, and basically what they do with that is use their oracles to bring in knowledge from the outside world uh bsn i think has 135 nodes spread across china right now and they're doing like their initial like ramp up testing phase and announcing these brand new coins being added to the mix is just huge for them i expect this will turn china into a power player in the financial tech world and that is a grave cause for concern for anyone in the united states as we've had a bit of an antagonistic relationship with them as of late rightfully so in my opinion but let's not get into politics here we're here to talk about crypto but that does it for this so let's jump over to article number two binance smart chain which is a dual chain architecture from of course binance is now integrating chain link data oracles oh my god the hits keep coming for Chainlink. So Binance Smart Chain, it, it adds smart contracts to the exchange's original chain, uh, Binance Chain, which is currently in Testnet. So they're working on it. Uh, Chainlink co-founder Sergei Nazarov said with Chainlink integration, Binance Smart Chain developers no longer need to dedicate months of engineering time to set up their own Oracle infrastructure. Now they can simply lo- use Chainlink as an abstraction layer to build secure and reliable universally connected smart contracts. Makes sense to me. Uh, Most blockchains, uh, Binance Smart Chain, no exception, cannot directly interact with outside sources. Uh, This is done to preserve the security of the network. So Chainlink is specially designed to be able to operate securely with outside influences, which gives it a huge leg up over many other blockchains and explains why it's being integrated so much. Instead of spending months or possibly years developing it yourself, you can simply partner with Chainlink and get it integrated in a matter of weeks. So it helps the turnaround time. That's really what it is. So yeah, Narzov also believes the availability of secure oracles is essential for the growth of DeFi as a whole pointing to Aave. Uh, DeFi projects can be launched and built in a matter of weeks rather than months. We've seen huge successes with stores with stories like Ave, who launched using Chainlink earlier this year, and have rapidly grown to over 500 million in value secured, and he's absolutely right. Ave is um, just knocking out a park. Though no offense, right now, if you can launch even the most basic of DeFi token, you're making yourself a pretty rich person. So it's kind of a fad. It's gonna it's gonna level off. It's gonna calm down, but we're still in the explosive growth phase. So, good on all of you who are willing and able to take the risk into investing in these DeFi projects. I wish you all the best. I wish I had the money to dispose of right now that I could just uh justify investing in all these things. But I don't. But still, Chainlink Binance huge partnership in a good way. So, yeah, let's uh, move on over to number three. I feel this is more of a public service announcement, but I wanted to put it out there for you guys. So, Binance and Bitcoin scams. I'm sorry, not Binance scams, just Bitcoin scams. Uh, Before sending your Bitcoin to an address, you can check to see if that address has been reported as being used in a scam. Bitcoin Abuse is a popular website with a public database of Bitcoin addresses that can be used by hackers and criminals. You can look up a blockchain address, report a scam address, and monitor addresses reported by others. If the Bitcoin address you are searching for on the site has been reported by others, the site will display information such as the number of times the address has been reported, last report date and time, total amount of Bitcoin as received, and the number of transactions. Alternatively, there's also another website called Scam Alert. Recently launched platform created by blockchain tracking and analytics provider, Whale Alert look at that Uh, scam alert I actually have both of them up on another page Bitcoin abuse database is pretty basic there's some text about you know do not pay ransoms how to report addresses check history monitor stolen Bitcoin all that fun stuff Uh, not too much but it is it's there and it's usable scam alert in my opinion is much more usable right there up at the front it lets you file a report you can file it from one of like 10 different choices blockchain payment address an example Um, you can check an address you can see the latest transactions or latest scams going on right now there's a fake giveaway that went up three hours ago that's netted whoever seventeen thousand dollars so there you go um, top scammers Ooh, a lot of ponzi schemes and we got some fake exchanges and then it shows you what common scams are it, it's much more educational and it's much more usable in my opinion but either bitcoin abuse or scam alert BitcoinAbuse.com or scam-alert.io i highly 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 recommend you check them out and anytime there's anything you think is this a scam go to this website and check and see if other people are saying it's a scam um, yeah, that's all I got about that. You guys just please, please never send anything to those giveaways. We're actually going to be talking about them again here in uh, just a little bit. So the cryptocurrency market got a seven billion dollar boost overnight, man. So total market cap of all cryptocurrencies swelled from two hundred seventy-seven point three to two hundred eighty-four point five billion bucks overnight. Ethereum's lead in that market. Top 10 coins having spiked from 245 to 268 in under an hour. Yeah, I thought something was wrong with my block folio when I pulled it up. Uh Chainlink and Maker are also performing well, gaining 6.7 and 8.7% respectively. Uh Stellar had some growth, but the biggest is Digibyte. It demonstrated dramatic long-term resurgence this year after a two-year downtrend was interrupted in March. Uh, crypto That crypto has climbed from a 2020 low of 0.29 cents uh, in mid-March up to to 2.4 cents today. In total, Digibyte has gained 12.8% in the last day and 324% since January in one of the biggest comebacks of 2020 so far. So, I'm not sure what happened with this. Maybe it was the announcement of... Uh, China's BSN because a lot of those cryptos that jumped were being supported by that and they just kind of carried the rest of the market along with them that's the only thing I can really think of because otherwise there's there's not much I remember surfing websites last night trying to figure out did Ethereum announce something is something going on Um, and I didn't get any concrete results alrighty so Another little bit of news before we take a quick break. U.S. banks are allowed to hold Bitcoin and Ethereum and Ripple now, and and more. But those are the big three that they're going to publish. So, the secure custody of cryptocurrencies is enormously important for the progress of adoption and the confidence of the population in digital currencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, or XRP. In the U.S. of A, it was previously recorded i'm sorry previously reserved for companies such as coinbase or gemini's to store cryptocurrencies for their customers until now a government's license was required to offer the service however yesterday the 22nd of july the office of the comptroller of the currency the occ has published a new letter that clarifies that all licensed banks in the u.s are allowed to offer custodial services for cryptocurrencies uh, right here so the occ recognizes that As the financial markets become increasingly technological, there will likely be increasing need for banks and other service providers to leverage new technology and innovative ways to provide traditional services on behalf of their customer. The letter reaffirms the OCC's position that national banks may provide permissible banking services to any lawful business they choose, including cryptocurrency businesses, so long as they effectively manage the risks and comply with applicable law. that's good because quite honestly the United States has had some pretty uh, not hostile regulations to crypto but unclear Um, you know the USA could lose its leading role in blockchain and fintech sector as we talked about with China developing this blockchain service network they're so far ahead in that regard the United States is only still just having like preliminary Senate debates on the merits of a digital dollar So, it's a little bit concerning, but I'm glad to see some movement in any way, shape, or form that puts us forward. Because, yeah, we do need to compete with other countries. And we do need to continue to develop. It's okay for the United States not to be number one, but dear lord, we kind of would like ourselves to be in the top five. (laughs) Alright, well that does it for the first five articles. Stand up, stretch... And then let's turn right around and hop back into the back. All right, moving on. For those of you who don't know, the United States has some treasury bonds that they issue. And these United States government bonds, considered perhaps as the safest assets in the world, are now losing money. So, according to statistics published by the U.S. Trevi- treasury, Real yields on even the longest-term bonds fell below zero since June of 2020. Uh, Bonds are traditionally considered the safest way of storing wealth without it being eaten by inflation. Their perceived safety relies on the belief that the U.S. government would never default on its debt, especially because the bonds are denominated in U.S. dollars. Uh, Currently, the annualized real yields for bonds are reaching as low as negative 1.13% on five-year bonds, with 30-year bonds netting you a cool negative 0.3%. It's worth noting that the yield refers to the bond's interest rate divided by its market price, which could deviate from its true face value or how much investors will receive at maturity. Still, though, so uh, as you guys well know, there's a pandemic raging our globe right now, and the United States is suffering from it pretty bad. So, with massive liquidity injections, making that their money printer go burp, uh, in addition to slashing the Fed's borrowing interest rate to zero, which trickles down to bond yields and consumer lending, all are contributing to push the supply and consumption of dollars higher. Uh, the combination of these negative yields on bonds are expected, and ex- the expected liquidity injections seem to be pushing investors into riskier asca- assets, which could partially explain why both the stock market and cryptocurrencies have been rallying virtually without a break since the black thursday crash in march with cryptocurrencies often considered as a hedge against inflation they're still considered to be high risk which is true but honestly a lot of us aren't sure what high risk and low risk really mean anymore because um any money i've stored outside of crypto has done great like yeah I've had some some investments do all right um, in the stock market and stuff but my real returns have come from crypto so definitely something to keep an eye on as more and more people leave these bonds and move into riskier assets that in my opinion just lowers the demand for the bonds which then can contribute we'll see but at the same time people All of us are really rolling the dice on this one because if this house of cards collapses, which it's currently held up by one card that's bent halfway, um, we could all be in some serious trouble. Yeah, okay, moving on. So, hey, let's get back in and jump on over and talk about these scams. So, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak... Why they always use a funny picture of him i'm not sure they're going he's going after youtube for failing to control a bitcoin giveaway scam or multiple uh, he alleges the scam has cost investors tens of millions and it alleges youtube is actively profiting from promoting these actual scams so the individual seeking damages for giveaway scams running on the video sharing giant for months months they are represented by cochet Pitier and mccarthy an american law firm based in california uh, the complaints say they flagged the scheme several times to both youtube and google but received no response same did that uh, instead they allege firms uh, the two firms have actively promoted and profited from the defamation while knowingly providing targeted advertising for scammers a lovely example of one of those they were nice enough to crop out anything and say classic example of a giveaway scam do not send money to these but yeah um when you know they actually praised twitter which eh, i don't know if that's that's appropriate but you know they try to draw those conclusions but they said when twitter was hit with a massive hack of 130 celebrity accounts they were quick to shut down the binance scam in a day and stark contrast youtube knowingly allowed the bitcoin scam to go on for months promoted it and profited it from it by selling targeted advertising i mean yeah i look at a lot of crypto stuff and i was getting like seeing like three or four of those videos a day so unfortunately i can totally see this being a legitimate suit i just can um It will probably get settled out of court for an undisclosed sum of money with no parties admitting admitting wrongdoing, which whatever, but hopefully this increased pressure will get um, YouTube and Google to take extra steps to mitigate any existing damages. So I'm really hoping to see a pretty severe stoppage of any of these scams that are going on on YouTube, at least I hope. So jumping over to that with number eight um twitter has explained a little bit more about how 130 of its most popular accounts got hacked as you all well know it happened on the 15th of july and they got a lot of people including barack obama bill gates and jeff bezos oh yeah Twitter has updated the details of what actually happened in a company blog post with the latest edition coming Wednesday, the 22nd. They believe the attackers targeted certain employees through a social engineering scheme and used their credentials to access Twitter's internal systems, including getting through two-factor protections. I mean, I could have assumed that myself, but whatever. Uh, Crypto security firm Chinalysis has also carried out its own investigation of the digital incursion. It added the scam took in just 13 15.14 15.14 Bitcoin worth approximately of 120,000 over the course of an afternoon. Dear Lord, but yeah. So, analysis revealed the hack began with the account take- takeover of known crypto influencer Angelo BTC, who has 152k followers, and it just kind of snowballed down from there. So, an interesting thing I did want to point out: crypto exchanges such as Coinbase blacklisted the scam address to prevent their customers from sending Bitcoin there. Coinbase stated it had prevented just over 1,100 customers from sending a total of 30.4 Bitcoin with almost 280,000 to the fraudulent address. Yeesh. So they could have gotten a lot more if it wasn't for our good centralized pals like Coinbase. Hmm. Freedom from censorship, freedom from centralized control, also means freedom to mess it up yourself. Uh, but that is worth that risk is worth it to most people, including myself in many ways. So, uh, according to the New York Times, there were three hackers involved who met in a Discord channel devoted to hacking high-profile social media accounts. Interesting. So, hopefully they are working on identifying the one guy, particularly the one who used the um, Coinbase address, in the hack they can trace it back to them Um, and we'll go from there interesting to see interesting to see all right let's hop over so gemini will now be keeping your quote unquote unstoppable web domains safe so you don't have to so new entrants into the crypto market are often daunted by the responsibilities you lose that scrap of paper in which you put down your private keys and and seed phrases and you'll lose access to all of your crypto it's very true. Uh it's the same for crypto domain names, says Brad Cam, founder of the San Fran-based decentralized domain name registrar, unstoppable domains. Buy one of his crypto dot crypto domains, rarer, the rarer among them costing upwards of 10K. And you'll be responsible for guarding the keys to the domain name with which you can host your very own decentralized censorship resistant website. Lose it and you'll lose access to your dot crypto website. Yeah. So today, Unstoppable has announced that you can entrust your crypto domain names with Gemini custody. Uh, He told Decrypt that unlike the .coms of the world, whereas it's regulated by ICANN, the UN body that keeps guard over the internet and can rescind .com domains at will, a .crypto domain names are non-custodial, meaning their owners have complete control of them. Neither ICANN nor anyone else can take down the websites hosted on .crypto domains. Uh, Yeah, because crypto domains are tokens. Like held in Ethereum wallets. To be precise, they're a very unique NFT or non fungible token. Unstoppable has sold over a quarter of a million of them to twenty one thousand customers. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I do like censorship resistant things, especially as more governments around the world seem to be tightening their control on a multitude of different aspects. But at the same time, you do got to be uh, careful with this complete lack of censorship means things like crazy 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 theories like kkk uh, are helping the nation type asinine things so yeah that hey cam said that custody services are useful for people who want to keep their dot crypto safe if you're not doing anything with your domain right now you may want to store some of them with a custodian for some period of time You can always move them right out it's just another feature for the winklevoss guys these two um they they look exactly the same but one is like three full inches shorter than the other so i'm just curious how that happened quite honestly um but yeah i don't know this is interesting um lets you keep your web domain safe if you're wanting to spend the money to buy a crypto domain i could see it being useful in some instances but at the same time, we do need to be very, very careful. Uh, as will Gemini, they'll probably refuse to custody certain things depending on the nature of the content that's posted on the dot crypto. All right. But hey, let's finish things out with number 10. Just a quick update South Korea has made a decision. They'll now tax profits made from buying and selling of crypto at 20% for anything over digital assets of 2.5 million won per year, around 2,000 bucks anything below that won't be taxed so the annual earnings taxed at 20% it puts it at the the same level as other taxable income in the Asian countries Um, even though it's not necessarily viewed as capital gains in Korea profits from the sale of Bitcoin and other virtual assets are considered as other income just like Japan so getting some more movement some more regulation 20% is not like low but it's not high and it's flat so that's the nice thing you don't have to worry about it you just pay your 20 percent and you go could be better could be worse honestly not not too much to say about that just another example of a different country getting some hardcore um, clear regulations in the only catch-22 being it will not go into effect until october 1st of 2021 so they got some time alrighty well that wraps things up for me that was 10 of the trending articles in the crypto news space thanks to all those who have subscribed links are down in the description so you can go check out any of the articles talked about in this okay taking a look at the crypto market as stated before p things are looking up bitcoin is below just slightly below And yeah, let's refresh this real quick Yeah, Bitcoin is right below 9,500, up 1.6%. Ethereum's up 8.5% to 264.64. XRP is up 5% to 20.8 cents. Bitcoin Cash is up 3%. SV up 3.8. Cardano's up 2.9. Litecoin's up 3.1. Chainlink's up 6.6. And Crypto.com coin is the lowest of the bunch, uh, coming in up under 1%. In fact the all top 20 coins incl- not counting stable coins are in the green in fact I would go as the top top 30 top yep you got to go down to Ave at number 34 to get a coin that is not green Ampleforth just dropped off a cliff down 26% Woo. But yeah, so it's a good day for crypto markets. We'll see if they maintain or if we get ourselves a dip here in the next few days with the uncertain financial situations going on around the world. We'll see how long this train keeps moving. But in any case, back to talk to you tomorrow. Thank you again for listening and stay safe out there.